0: So as a business owner, it is your responsibility and it is important that you look at different ways and you get out there and you start telling people about what you have, you know, what it does for them, how it helps them solve a problem.
1: Hola! <laughs> My name is Ola, spelled O-L-A, but I find a lot of people playfully say hola to me when connecting with me hola spelled h-o-l-a and i like it why because it's the beginning of a conversation on who i am and why you do want to connect with me so i encourage you to listen up all conversations here are about personal development based on the principles of fairness compassion and commitment so Let's holla <laughs> him! Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I'm Ola Williams, your host, and today I'm joined by Cathy, a marketing strategist and president of Pepper Eat Marketing. We will be discussing how to communicate offerings effectively from the lens of an entrepreneur. Hello, Cathy, and thank you for joining me today. Please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Thanks, Ola. And thanks for the invite here. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. So, my name is Kathy Koliakovo, and I am from Halifax, Nova Scotia, in Canada. And as Ola said, I'm the founder of pepperitmarketing.com. So I'm a marketing strategist who specializes in working with private practice owners and service-based business owners. So a lot of the folks that I work with are dietitians, therapists, and a lot of business coaches and course creators too. And my goal with them is to help streamline your marketing step-by-step so that you learn how to be more efficient with your marketing, understand how to implement it, and book more clients and build a thriving practice or business. And I'm also the host of a podcast myself called Marketing Your Private Practice with Kathy C. And you can always find me there at marketingyourprivatepractice.com.
1: So thanks for the invite again, Ola. Amazing. Awesome. I'm so excited, Kathy. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. So we'll get right into it. Can we start by shedding some light on why an entrepreneur should even care about how to present his or products or services. Does it matter? And why should an entrepreneur, why should they care? So here's my theory on that.
0: As an entrepreneur, you're the business owner, you're the CEO, you wear all the hats. You do the sales, the marketing, the admin, the bookkeeping. You may come to a point where you have some help with that, but ultimately the ownership of the business and the success of the business is on you. My theory with this, It usually comes out in one small quick sentence. If you're not going to be marketing your own services, your own products, who will do it for you? Nobody else wants to take that on, it's not their responsibility. So as the business owner, it is your responsibility and it is important that you look at different ways and you get out there and you start telling people about what you have, you know, what it does for them, how it helps them solve a problem. Because most of us business owners have something that helps somebody with something. Doesn't matter if you have a product. It doesn't matter if you have a service. Whatever you offer does something for somebody. And every business out there needs clients. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're in business, you're looking to sell something to someone. And so if you want people to know about it, to know it's there, that means you've got to get out there and put it out in front of people because you can't assume. And I'll be honest, a lot of folks think this happens in particular when they're starting and they get going with their business, they put up a website and everybody assumes if you've got a website or maybe you have a social media page on Facebook that people will just find you. But it doesn't work like that. I always like to say, I don't know, Ola, if you've seen the movie Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. Probably not. It's an older video. I'll be honest. I'm probably dating myself a bit. He, look it up. Uh-huh. You have to look it up because you probably would love the message in it. And essentially, Kevin Costner had this calling and this message that he needed to build this baseball field, the field of dreams. And so he did it. And I always, and then the, no, I'm, I'm seen, not going to spoil
1: been, it, but I the just, magical I ball just, player showed up. <laughs> I have seen that movie. Yes. Um, I just yeah. didn't remember the title because right. he said yeah. he built he wanted to build a baseball field of his dream. Exactly. And that movie came to me. I it's an amazing movie. I have seen it is. But let's yeah. post the
0: title again just so our listeners so can. It's called Field of Dreams oh and it is an oldie but a goodie. But here's the thing there was this line in the movie that was said all the time. And when people refer to it, it's build it and they will come. And so my advice is always Kevin Costner is the only one in the world who can build it and they will come. The rest of us have to do our marketing to get people to know about
1: it. I agree with you, Cathy. And when I watched that movie and that line, build it and they will come, you know what I thought? Okay, maybe this applies only to real estate. When you build real estate, you build an amazing house or people will usually come and buy it. But like you said, for us entrepreneurs, we should not assume people are going to find us just on our website. No, it's the responsible thing to do to make sure they don't want to be pushed. They don't Mm -hmm. want to appear like they are pushing people or they, they don't want to appear like, I don't know if you've heard this thing that nobody wants to be sold to. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And a lot of people have that roadblock in their mind. And I think personally, it's a mindset issue. When you look at how you position, how you tell people about what you do, that's where I think sometimes people get the feeling, oh, I don't want to be salesy or pushy. Right. Right. And there's a bad image and a connotation out there with salespeople, right? God love all the salespeople of the world. But It's a hard job. And there's a lot of folks that would be like, I never want to go into sales, but there are people that love it too. The thing that you have to think about, and I talk about this a lot in particular when I work with practice owners, therapists, psychologists, clinicians, because their business is really helping people, right? They're helping them heal. They're helping them with their health. And they have a real struggle sometimes with doing sales and marketing because It's absolutely opposite to how they want to be perceived with people. But my theory with that is that the work you do with someone does help them. But if they don't know that you offer this, they don't know the help is there. So if you look at it and look at marketing your own services, your own products, your own business as a way of just sharing information about how you help people with their problems, it comes across less salesy. And so you don't feel that, oh, I'm out there selling to people. And it can help you get into a better place with that and come from a position of service versus
1: sales. Right. That's really helpful to know. So what an entrepreneur should see it as letting people know about what they are offering that would help people. Right. As opposed to selling to people in that in the way people look at it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And even so Ola, even your corner store, right? Cornish variety. Yeah. That store is there to help people. That's right. A lot of people may not think about that, about a corner store, but the reality is corner stores exist because folks don't always have the time to get to the bigger grocery stores. They're not also going to get the kind of service they'll get in your store that they would get a big box store. That's not true. always. There are definitely folks that are good service people that work at some of the larger places. But if you think about the corner store, it is there. Most people will use it. You think about it in those emergencies. You're baking something and you're out of baking powder, or you've run out of bread, or you've run out of milk. That's why a store like yours exists. Exactly. Yeah. And it is there to help people. And even something as a corner store, if you look at it that way, the service you offer is a way to help other people.
1: That's right. And we do offer personalized interactions as well. A lot of our customers come into the store, you won't believe it. And they'll be like, oh, I just needed somebody to chat with. Yeah. Maybe they couldn't do that in the bigger stores, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. So you kind of answered my next question, Kathy, where I wanted us to talk about, so if, for example, maybe one of our listeners is is a business person and is wondering, okay, I know I get it now. I need to market my products. I need to market my services. Are there like tips? I can, the way I can do it effectively that will, how can I go about doing this? Are there things you would like to share as an expert, Kathy, on how an entrepreneur can go about marketing effectively? ways of doing it that are proven to be effective? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So
0: definitely one of the things that you have to look at when it comes to marketing your business and your products or your services is that yes, some of what you want to put out there needs to showcase how you can help people. But if all you do is give them tips and helping them and giving them advice, you're missing part of the point of doing the marketing, which is the sales aspect. So you want to make sure that one, you don't come across as everything that you put out online is buy my stuff, buy this, sign up here, register for this. You want to have some helpful tips to balance that. And then you also, especially if you are a smaller business and you're the owner and maybe the face of the business, the one that people see when they come in and into the business, or if they work with you virtually, you also want to make sure they get to know who you are. Because in this world that we live in, in particular with service based businesses or small businesses, most of the time people are buying you when they make their decision to buy. They're buying your expertise, they're buying your genuine personality, they're buying who you are, because you've made some sort of impression on them that you could help them. So I actually have a formula that I teach folks in my Thrive Marketing Academy on mixing up your content. And the way that I look at it is, as you put out marketing content, think about putting out 10 pieces of content. So I have this formula that goes 30% of your content should be business content, 30% should be sales, and 40% should be what I call persona content. So that's really where people get to know a bit of you or the business. And I'll explain what those mean a little bit so that people can understand. So, business content would be the helpful advice, the tips. You'll see this a lot of time online. People will put a tip out. If we're looking at, say, a dietitian business, a tip on nutrition, they'll put out there. That's what I call a business piece of marketing content because it's something they can learn from. It's something that showcases your expertise. And if you've done it the way that I recommend you put it out there, so it's got some of your brand on it, you made an image and you have some words to go with it. So that's business content. It's more educational content, and it's meant to amplify your brand and your business where you put it with your marketing. The sales content is the stuff that you actually want someone to take an action Okay. So this kind of content would be something like we've got a sale on our ice cream cones this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 20% off. Come on in the store. So that would be one like for your business. Okay. By the way, I just made that up, everybody. I'm not saying that there's an ice cream sale this weekend at Cornish Variety. Maybe we're going to do that. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But that kind of thing or something like I have a free guide, you can grab, click here to buy it or click here to sign up. Or it could be, here's an ebook we offer that will help you XXX. Click here to purchase your copy now. Those are all sales pieces of content. Because when you put them out in your marketing channels, whether it's in your email, whether you have it on a blog post, or whether you have it in social media content, you want someone to take action, click and do whatever's on the other end. So that's what I call a piece of sales content. And then the persona content is where people get to know you. So sometimes part of this content, might include the sales or business part of it. It shouldn't be all of it, but some of it should just be getting to know you. So in a case like your store, for instance, it could be something like you have a picture of you and the team helping somebody in the store, or someone comes in and has some amazing experience and you have a post something about that. Maybe it's just something as simple as doing a video of the store, something came in new and you're sharing it. So Those kinds of things help people get to know you, the business owner. They help people get to see you. They hear your voice if you do it on video. They see your face if you do it in an image because you've shared some of that. And that's what I call the persona stuff. And honestly, that's the gold when it comes to marketing a business, especially a solopreneur, like a small business where you're the face of the business because people get to know you then. So with these three types, so 30% business, 30% sales and 40% persona. You can mix them up a little, but you should never have, it. for instance, it should never be 90% sales because then all people here out there is click here, buy this, sign up, and it will get tiring, right? right? So what I tell people is go back to what you've put out on, most people have for a business have a Facebook page. So go back to your Facebook page and look at the last 10 posts and think, is it a business? Is it an educational piece that's, you know, giving them some information? Is it a sales piece? And these ones are where you're looking to try and convert people to do something, right? A call to action, a click, whatever it might be. Right. How much of those do you have? And then how much of the persona do you have? And literally look at the last 10 and check off, take a piece of paper and go business sales persona and put a little check mark by each one and see how balanced you are. If you're out of balance, you might find that how you're doing your marketing isn't as effective as if you put it back
1: in balance and then had that mix out there. Right. Amazing stuff. So, Kathy, I see you are advising to put 40% in the persona. Is that because, and I take it that you did say that's the gold, is that because you yes. have seen that that's where the real engagement with people, that's where the real engagement is? Is that why it's more, you're advising it the content in that area to be more? Yes. Yeah. That, and... It will vary. So if you're a big corporation,
0: that may not work in the exact same way. But I think we're primarily talking to small business owners here, people that have their own business, doing their own marketing, wearing all the hats. When you're in that place in your business, most people, when they make the decision to buy or to come to your store, to sign up for to work with you or to sign up to buy a program you offer, they're making that decision partly based on their belief and their trust in you as being able to be the person to help them solve these problems they have. Mm. So if they never see you or they never hear your name or they don't even know your name, that makes it very challenging for them to have that trust because they're not sure about you. One of the things that I find a lot, Ola, on marketing reviews when I do them on websites, especially... It's something for me that is a trigger that you want to make sure you change right away. I'll look at somebody's website. So if you're a business coach or if you're a small business or even your store, oh my gosh, I didn't look. So I'm hoping I don't find this on yours. <laughs> but on the about page, there are a lot of people that don't put their name there. They don't put their face there. They don't put a picture of themselves.
1: Oh, my and... name is on my own. Cafe. Good, good. Oh, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> And, my, but, and, my, and a video of me is, is on, on awesome, our website. <laughs> awesome. And I haven't been on it for a while,
0: so I couldn't remember. I'm like, oh my gosh, I better not say this. But So
1: I passed that test.
0: <laughs> good, you did pass. But there's a lot of people that don't do it. Some of it, oh, I need to lose weight before I get a new picture, things like that. Or I, I just don't have a good shot. If you are a business, especially a service-based business, and selling your expertise... If I go to your website and I can't see your name on the about page and a picture of you and kind of a little bit about you, that makes me wonder who you might be. And this persona content that you can do in your marketing is the kind of stuff that helps support that entire feeling of, I know who Kathy is. I can get an idea of who she is by checking her out online, looking on her website, because people will do that. They look at your website to check you out before they make a decision to buy or to go to your business or to call you, whatever it is. So you want to make sure that you have a mix of information on your website, that when you have or see information on social media, they understand that you are that person. And if you have a business like yours, a corner store, you're not necessarily going to have pictures of you in everything in what you do, because what's right. more important is what you offer in the store. But as the business owner, the person who owns the store, the people who the person who the people are coming in to talk to sometimes and just chat with you, having some of you in the content that you put in your marketing just develops that relationship even more and builds that trust in what you offer and how you help them. People wouldn't be coming in your store just to chat and talk with you if they didn't feel good about sitting there and chatting and talking with you.
1: That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So the way to go is to balance all these content yes. ideas. So balance is the with what I'm hearing here, yeah, Kathy. Yeah. yeah. Mixing it up. Um, Exactly.
0: And I refer to it as acing your marketing content, A-C-E. So you amplify mm -hmm. it by putting the business content out there, getting your brand, your information out there. We spell the word backwards a little bit, but you engage with people. So you do that with the persona content, get them to know you and you convert them into clients by having some of the sales content. So. Amplify, convert, and engage is the goal of your content. And if you have that good mix of content, that will help you do that and accomplish that. Beautiful, beautiful
1: (laughs) advice. Yeah. So in closing, Kathy, is there one advice you would give an entrepreneur listening in today on marketing? If you want, if there's only one advice you want them to really take away, what would that be?
0: So I would say the piece of being successful marketing your business is understanding the why behind what you're doing with the marketing activities. Because when you understand what you're doing and the impact it can have and how it connects to all the different areas like your website, your social media, the search engines, when you understand that relationship of the why of what happens when you put content out there in the world and when you do your marketing. Number one, you'll probably do less random acts of marketing, as I call it. You'll be more strategic with what you're doing because you're putting it out there with a purpose. And when you plan it in that way and understand the why behind what you're doing, you're going to find you probably do less marketing, but you're getting more results. And in the end run, it means you're going to spend less time doing all of that marketing.
1: Right. So for me,
0: it's understand the why behind what you're doing so that you can plan and be strategic with everything you do. That's going to save
1: you time and money in the long run and get you better results. So the why is really important. Mm -hmm. Understand the why, the reason behind it. So I have gotten a lot of wonderful advice today and I'm sure our listeners have. For example, marketing is the responsible thing to do. You want to mix your content to make sure you balance it. And if there's one takeaway, understand your why. Don't just do things randomly. Have a purpose in mind. Amazing stuff. And that's it on today's episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And thank you, Kathy, for joining me today. Oh, I'm so glad I could come
0: and share some marketing tips with everybody and
1: talk to you, Ola. I love talking to you. Me too. Me too. So where can people find and connect with you, Kathy?
0: So you can find me off my main website, which is pepperitmarketing.com. So that's IT marketing, but it's not IT like as in tech. It's IT as in, let me help you put some pepper into your marketing and succeed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and people can find me there and that will help you connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. And if you're interested, I do offer a free marketing review to business owners and you can see that on my website or find it at pepperitmarketing.com slash review.
1: Wow, that's it. Take that review, guys. I'm taking <laughs> one, coffee. I've already told you to book one. So I I can't wait to do do that with you. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm looking forward to it. So excellent stuff. And I'm going to share the links to how you can follow Kathy also on this episode summary. And that's it guys for today until our next episode. Remember, let's continue to learn together and be encouraged to keep on connecting. Bye for now. See you everybody. Thanks Kathy. Thanks for joining today. Hopefully that has impacted you positively in some ways. As we all know, personal circumstances are quite different. So I encourage you to apply the lessons in line with your own context. Until next episode, do holler to connect with people. And remember let's Continue to learn together and be encouraged to keep on connecting. Hola!